Thing on. <laughs> are we so much cooler now? I can't tell if it's on because we've got our sunglasses on. We can't tell. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Muscle Science for Women, where there's two cool dudes hosting with our sunglasses on dudes. indoors. Listen, girls are dudes We're now. Dudes it's 2023. Now. Don't worry about it. It's, it's okay. you know. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're one of I the- I sound like a dude. If you're one of the two dozen, two dozen people who follow us on YouTube, there's a bit more than that. Anyway- You'll see that we're wearing very cool sunglasses, and I'm just going to like start this this podcast off the top talking about our new sponsor, which I'm very excited about because like truly, don't fast forward. This is a good story, guys. Like this is as legit as it gets because this company, they're called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R, um, they reached out to me and I already own their sunglasses. So like this is again the kind of partnership that I like to have as a company that I legit already like and I'm spending money on and then they reach out and they're like, "Hey, we like what you guys we like your style. You you want to, you know, partner up?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do because I'm already wearing your sunglasses." So, um okay, that's pair number 1. Let's switch up. Okay. We got a couple different my, pairs. My hairdo today, which is the sick do. Put yeah. it in a bun and don't. Yeah, I know. We've got we've got a sickie on the podcast today, but she's pushing through. You're being very tough, and I appreciate that. Um, mm. My first pair was a very cool party yellow um, pair. Oh, and the other thing that I love fancy. about these guys, these ones are more of my like, hi, I'm going to go somewhere fancy and be try to be sophisticated. That's this pair. Um, these are all polarized, by the way, as you can tell mm-hmm. from what they look like. But the other cool thing about... so. Just right off the top, why I like these sunglasses. First of all, they're inexpensive, okay? Because I feel like you can either buy cheap sunglasses at like a gas station and you know what you're getting, or like you go and buy these like really high end. And a lot of people, if you like to buy Prada sunglasses or whatever, like we've all, you know, maybe bought a pair of fancy sunglasses, but you're paying for the brand. Like at the end of the day, there's only so, right? So these are really, really affordable and they're really good. Like they're meant for like sporty people. They're meant for like going for runs and going to the beach. They're polarized. They're super comfortable. I personally also find, I don't know if you're like this because we are basically the same size, but I must have like a small head or something. I find sunglasses a lot of times are like too big and they're like falling off my face. hundred percent. Yeah. And these ones, they have different options. Like they have ones for like narrower heads or wider heads mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but the other thing is if you go on their website, it's gooder, G-O-O-D-R.com forward slash MSW if you want to support us. But their website, like all the the sunglasses, na- they all have names and they're all oh ridiculous, God, weird names. So like I find so myself, I find myself like wanting to buy a pair just because the ridiculous name, but I'm like, those aren't going to look good on me. I have to <laughs> anyway. Um, so they what they're like doing- cool promotions, like yeah. at different times. Yeah. Yeah. So like different ones. What our deal is because they're so, again, they're so inexpensive. They're really not like keen to give us like a crazy discount. So what they are doing, which I like is the um, free shipping. So if you use the code MSW, um, it's free shipping. So that's, I mean, that's a great deal. And I will just say, and I'm being completely transparent here, our Canadian followers, this does not apply to you. Unfortunately, this is just for our American followers, but as a Canadian, 
who lives in Canada, I will tell you that these, you can still get these in Canada. Um, and they are still a really, really affordable, good option. Like I was buying them and having them shipped to me before, you know, we partnered. So again, I'm sorry to my Canadian followers. And I did reach out to them and say, Hey, look, you know, Canada, like, can you throw me a bone? And they just don't have it sort of, um, sorted out yet. But, um, I do still recommend, like, I just think they're great sunglasses. So Anyway, we will um, put all that information in the show notes. Um, a couple other actually things that I wanted to make sure you guys knew uh, about Gooder, and then we'll move on. They do have a one-year warranty, which is a pretty big deal. Oh, 30, I didn't even yep, know that. Yep, 30-day free return. So if you do buy a, a pair just because they have a cool name and you don't like them, you can return them within 30 days. Um, and Gooder is also a 100% carbon neutral company. So they're like, really trying to do things right. They're trying to make this stuff like affordable and accessible and sustainable. Um, and again, that's kind of a thing that we really like to have with the people we partner with, like, you know, mm -hmm. bubs with their film philanthropic stuff. Like we really just, if we're going to do this, let's do this with companies that we actually really like and feel good about. Um, so I'm pumped that yeah. they have decided to sign on and hang out with us. So that's yeah, it. me too. And I will say too, I, um, like they definitely are like very oh, versatile. Um, third pair. Oh, oh yeah. We all we got, we all got different pairs. Yeah, this is my third one too. Yeah, these um, are kind of like everyday cool guys. Yeah. So the one thing I want to say is they definitely like stay on, right? They don't mm -hmm. slip down, and it's not like like I was very actually shocked. It's like they're not too tight, but they stay on, and it feels yeah. they feel super comfortable. And then also, it's like these black ones that I got. These are similar to like kind of the Ray Bans I used to have, or I still have that fall yeah. off my nose because my nose is so small, um, and I like you don't like to wear those. them because they are so they just keep falling. Yeah. Um, even after I tighten them, it's like a week later. Mm. Um, so anyway, these have been perfect, and I wore these on a bike ride a few like when I first got them it was like a few weeks ago before I got the sea, um, mm, <laughs> the dreaded sea. And, the sea. and, um, it was cool. Cause I was like, wow, these are very sporty, like very, like, like mm -hmm. I said, stay on, but they also like, I wore them out just in like normal clothes, yeah. um, which I don't do often. Cause I'm usually not in normal people clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they are very cool. And then one other thing is I actually yesterday or not yesterday, the other day, um, someone had pulled out the, cause I noticed this little cool pouch that they have, um, mm -hmm. that they come in and someone on my kickball team pulled him out. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, like I had actually never heard of them before you told me about them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she pulled out her parents. She's like, oh yeah, I was at a 5k race last week and they had a booth there and this is in San Diego. And I was like, oh, I guess they're become like, so they are becoming more and more popular. So maybe mm -hmm. I'm just, I live under a bus, but, um, but yeah, Not definitely anymore. recommend them. Not anymore. And the free so, shipping is legit. So definitely take advantage of that with yeah. um, MSW. I mean, it's a good deal. Like the, again, like we aren't using the cheap word because cheap means poor quality and inexpensive. I'm yeah, saying inexpensive because it's like surprising, like how good they are and how cute mm -hmm. they are. You'd think you'd be spending more money. So really, really affordable. So anyway, thanks Gooder. You guys are the best. I did. I, I forgot one pair that I will show off um, at our next our next podcast because mm -hmm. I only got these three pairs. Okay, let's move on. Um, I have lots of questions for you. Do you want to talk about my new beautiful? I was going to um, ask. Yeah, what's going accessory? On? So just really briefly, you and I have talked, and I've been talking on my like Instagram and stuff for the people who care about my shoulder issue, and I've been going to physio because I 
essentially what we're thinking it is, I mean, there's a lot of problems, you know, whenever you have like a shoulder thing or a hip thing, like it's usually a lot of other things too, but I have what we're believing is essentially sort of like an overuse um, injury slash inflammation aggravation of a supraspinatus mm. in my shoulder. So like this little kind of muscle, like in my delt, which again, of course, like that's all I do. I go to the gym and like do delt raises for 20 years. So of course this is what's going to happen 20 years. But anyway, <laughs> for a long time. Um, but I've decided like I need to deal with it because what was just sort of discomfort for the longest time has become an issue because it's really, um, it's become an impingement and pain and it's, stopping me from like my normal range of movement. So not only can I not do the workouts I want to do, it's like, it hurts me to like do normal things. So I've decided to finally address it. So I'm a month into physiotherapy and we're dealing with my left, um, hip and glute as well as my left shoulder, because I've got some like, uh, tightness and just sort of chronic issues with my left glute hip as well. And it's a glute meat issue. So I got to just get back to my, uh, grow your glutes workshop and keep working on it. But I will say I have been doing, I think the, the increased work I've been doing on my lower body and then some specific physio stuff as well as shockwave therapy. Have you gotten that? Have you done that? I have Shockwave. It's sort of like the, um, the physio person kind of explained it to me is like, you know, these like Theraguns that everybody has at home. It's like, mm-hmm. if that's like a hammer, this is like a jackhammer. It's like really, mm. really intense and it's painful, but it feels really good. And we've been doing that and it's been really, I think helping my glute for sure. And then I did some dry needling for the first time today on oh. my shoulder, which people had freaked me out about it. They were like, it's so painful and it's so unpleasant. Like, yeah. and I was like, yeah. okay, well I gave birth, so I'm probably okay. But it, uh, it, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's not my favorite thing in the world. I'd rather get a massage, but I've just heard so many things about how, um, effective it can be. So I'm tentatively very, optimistic. I, it hurts right now. I I'm it's inflamed right now, not only because of the dry needling, but just from some life that's been happening the last week or two, I've just been irritating my shoulder. Um, but all this to say, I've been sharing it on social media too, because I, um, I want to keep myself accountable. I've started and stopped trying to address this a couple of times because, you know, it's one of these things where you just like get lazy and you'd rather work out. And even though it's, that's not the smart thing to do, Um, it's really hit a point where I'm like, I need to fix this before it gets worse. And I want to be pain-free so I can work out the way I want to again. Um, so that's, what's happening. I'm going to do the exercises they tell me to do. I'm going to go get all the hammering and needling done that I need to, and hope that I get some relief soon. Um, and then he just threw some tape on me. That's what we're talking about. For those of you who are listening and not watching, I have some tape on my shoulder to try and kind of like keep it in a relatively good, um, position, but, um, she doesn't feel too good today. So we'll see what happens. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it sounds yeah. like you're doing all the things. That's it. Um, I'm just trying which, to do the things. Yeah. Do the things yeah. and give it yeah. time. <clears throat> yeah. Time yeah. is on your side or not yeah. on your, wait, what? Just be I patient. think I hope it's on my, I hope it's on my side. Be patient. I hope That's what I'm trying to say. Um, one other thing I just wanted to say because I want to throw it out to anyone who's listening that we um deeply appreciate you guys sharing, rating, and reviewing. Um, and I read a review the other day because I was showing somebody the podcast, and uh it was the unfortunate thing about I think it's Apple Podcasts is you can't see the reviews from other regions. Like you have to go do some weird thing. Like I can only see the Canadian reviews. You can only see like the American reviews. It's really annoying. Um, 
there's a way to figure it out. But anyway, and one of the like more recent Canadian reviews was somebody being friendly, like being positive. They rate, they gave us a good rating, but they did say that we both say literally too much. And I literally don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I didn't think we said literally too much. However, I will say, I will concede that I listened to a clip from the most recent podcast that just came out. And I said, like so many times I couldn't stand myself. So I'm just going to tell all the listeners that we try, we try our best, you know, some days are better than others. Some days we sound smarter than others. I think my issue is sometimes when I get like, Oh, there it is. When I get overexcited, I throw these like filler words in and I just say like too many times, but anyway, so I'm not taking it personally. The woman was, the person was nice. She was just like, you're great, but you both say literally, I'm like, I don't know. We're millennials or something. Are you a millennial? Now you might be. Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know what it's considered exactly. Like it's the year. What's the year, right? Is that 2000? I feel like it's from, no, I feel like it's, if you're born, a millennial is like somewhere in the early 1980s to like 2000 or something. Anyway, I think you might be a millennial, but in any case. And I was just going to say too, like, um, I'm sorry, but Anybody else try to, you know, talk on a podcast? And yeah, try to sound smart for hours a day. Like it's hard. And it is hard. I feel like once hard. you, and especially if you're listening back to yourself, Ugh. once you hear yourself say like, then you're just going to keep listening to it and be like, Ugh. oh my gosh. That's so, all I hear. And, yeah. yeah. And, you know, this we're is- We're trying also, our best. Yeah, we're trying our best. And it's, we're trying our best. Yeah. Anyway, she so, wasn't, she most, wasn't mean. Like there know, are people, there are people who have gone out of their way to leave like- well, not many, but I've had a couple people who obviously just like sort of had it out for me, leave like really weird, mean reviews. And I'm like, if only people who liked the podcast took as much time out of their day to leave reviews as people who don't like me for some reason. But anyway, it was just something I wanted to bring up because I thought it was funny. But I mean, yes, to your point, we are completely off the cuff. This is not scripted. And so we do our best to, you know, be as articulate as we can, but we're not perfect and we try our best and some days are worse than others. So that's Agreed. literally all Literally. I can say about that. Um, Wait, I have the, just if anybody's curious, um, what a if you were born, is? yeah, if you were born between the years of 1981 and 1996, you are millennial. So I am so, a millennial. Yeah. So we're both millennials. So well, there you but, go. Yeah, we're both, yep. I'm like, you weren't born before 1981. Excuse me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Don't teach me any more than I already am. That was a joke. I am so young, you guys. I'm like basically 22. Okay. All right. Listen, let's bring this back. I have a question that is topical and I don't think I've ever asked you about this, but every once in a while, you and I like to nerd out on specific exercises or workouts. And I like to ask your opinion. And generally speaking, if I like something, you eviscerate it. So let's just get into it. What do you think? What do you think about Good mornings. Good mornings. Yeah. I don't hate them, but Mm -hmm. I don't personally love them or do Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And the only reason is because it's so good morning. Let's explain it. So you have a bar on your back and you're doing Mm -hmm. basically like a hinging movement. So you're pushing your butt back. It's basically an RDL, but instead of having the bar in front of you holding it, you're holding it on your, on your back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess, you could it really you can only do it with a bar like you could yeah. maybe do it with dumbbells but like 
That would be weird. I don't, yeah. I've, I've never seen that. Um, I think it's a, I used to do it. I haven't done it recently. I used to do it as like more of a warm up, right? Mm-hmm. To like get my body, like just kind of use my core a little bit by putting the bar in a different place um, than I'm used to with RDLs. Um, if I'm doing like warming up for squats or, or, or RDLs or, or heavy deadlifts or things like that. Um, but as like a core movement, like programming a good morning, I don't do it because I just think that again, coming back to like, what is the main muscle that I'm focused on? And if it's, if I'm doing a hinging movement, I'm probably focusing on my hamstrings and glutes. And for me and for many of the clients that I've worked with, like we can just get a better, um, a, a more comfortable positioning when you're holding the bar in that RDL position versus when you're putting on your back. Um, yeah. Again, there's a time and place for everything. So if you are specifically trying to increase, you know, core strength at the same time as your, your glutes and your hamstrings, not saying you're still, you're still doing that when you do RDLs and deadlifts. Um, but it, it just having the bar at a different angle, it'll be a little bit of a different stimulus there. Um, the other reason that I'm not a huge fan of it is because even just for myself, putting a bar on my back, like my, I have like kind of tight shoulders already. So it's just like not comfortable. Um, Mm -hmm. and I can't focus in on the muscles I'm trying to, to work as much as I could, if I was doing an RDL. So Mm -hmm. that's it. Cool. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I think that's all very valid. Um, I, and another thing too, Mm -hmm. is like, I know I tend to, and this is, all jokes aside, we kind of like chirp each other sometimes, but like, it's all about personal preference. A lot of the time, if you can do the exercise properly and you're feeling the stimulation where you want to, it's a good exercise for you for the most part. Um, but I do tend to like gravitate towards barbell movements and, and less so in recent years. Like I think since you and I started working together and since I've started like learning a bit more about, you know, strength training and programming, I'm certainly more open and interested and willing to play with other things and use more machines. And again, it's all about personal preference, what's available to you, what works for your body, what you like, whatever. But I, again, it's just sort of how I started in my, um, training weightlifting journey. I just, I just have a soft spot for barbell stuff and I just like it. So I'm, I'm going to always be kind of interested in that, but I never really did good mornings ever. Um, and then I, I recently have been going down like an interesting rabbit hole, um, looking at, do you know who Mike Isriatel is Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, should we, should we take this conversation offline? Oh no. Okay. I know who he is. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he's, he's the kind of, renaissance, renaissance periodization. Yeah. 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 So he's kind of like a big dude in the like strength and muscle, you know, hypertrophy. World I actually had stuff. him on my podcast a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, there's a lot of like big dude bros out there doing this kind of stuff. And I mean, anyway, but I just, I've been, I was looking at a couple of his things. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and, um, it was interesting anyway. And it was just another sort of movement that is again, um, hitting sort of, like you said, hamstrings, glutes, like spinal erectors and stuff. If you're doing Mm -hmm. it properly, that, um, could be kind of beneficial and interesting. And in the spirit of just wanting to throw things in that I maybe haven't done before or whatever. Um, and I found them to be really effective for me. I did hit into a bit of the issue that you're talking about with like tight shoulders. We're having like holding it on my back that way, even more so than doing like a back squat with a barbell, it was uncomfortable. So I don't know how like hardcore I'm going to get into them. Um, but mm-hmm. I did think it was kind of like kind of fun and spicy to like throw it in. So anyway, as I was doing it, I'm like, yeah. I should 
remember to ask Rachel about these because I'm sure she's got an opinion. But also, anyway. one more thing I didn't no, 100%. One more thing I didn't mention is like also when we're talking about, you know, training a specific muscle, like what's the goal? You also want to think about the limiting factor. And one of the limiting yeah. factors of an art of a good morning is that you can't put as much weight. Sure. on your back there as you could if you were holding it in front of you and also using grips right because yes. just like it's just a lot different in the placement mm -hmm. of the weight and i think that it could it, it also is just like if you try to put really really heavy weight on your back and do like a hinge like that to me it just doesn't could feel be super safe unless you're yeah. like really really well versed and you've been like working up the weight and all that so that's kind of a, just another thing i'm like I'm yeah, but again, yep. exactly what you said comes back to what the goal is and everybody is their, their own individual. Yes. Okay. And I apologize um, again for my, for everybody listening. I am sick if you can't tell. So my voice sounds horrible and I mean, raspy. I think it sounds kind of nice. Everybody likes a little raspy like voice. It? I'm kind of into it. So don't, <laughs> don't apologize. It sounds good. All right. but I am sorry that you're sick, but good for staying hydrated. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's see. I have some questions. Do you have any like off the bat that you want to? I have some questions, a few questions too. Um, okay. So yeah, maybe I'll just ask this one and we can kind of answer it quickly because we've already actually talked about this a lot on our previous podcast. Um, okay. And Jen messaged me. She asked this question in the question box and then also messaged me. So I want to make sure that I get to it. Um, so Jen asked, how do you find the right fitness minded doctor? My current doctor, um, basically she's just saying her current doctor recommended less than 50 grams of protein per day. Um, and then she was just saying also like, she's not sure where to go to find a doctor who's well-versed in fitness, nutrition, all of that. Um, and I have like some thoughts, but if you want, like whatever you yeah. think, I mean, I mean, you start first and then I'll see if I have anything smart okay. to add. So I think just in general, um, we talked about this a while ago when I actually, talked about, I think it was one of our first few episodes for MSW, um, where I actually went to my general doctor just to get a physical, um, through my insurance right. company. And she had recommended the same thing. And I was like, like, I didn't say anything. Cause I was just like, okay, well, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and I have not gone back to her if that says anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the biggest thing to think about is like, Okay, but why are you seeing like why are you seeking out nutritional advice from your doctor? Is the first question I would ask because most doctors, unless they're a functional medicine doctor who is specialized in nutrition and they are a nutritionist themselves, right, or a registered dietitian, and they've gone through proper training, they've worked with clients in the actual clinical setting, you know, um, teaching them and bringing them through nutritional protocols. You shouldn't be seeking out a doctor for nutrition related you know, advice, in my opinion, mm -hmm. you should be mm -hmm. seeking out a nutritionist and mm -hmm. someone who does this for a living like us, um, mm -hmm. or someone who works like a health related coach, someone who works with people day in and day out for these specific things. Right. That's my mm -hmm. first thing. And I was trying to think of an analogy for this. And the only thing that kind of came to my head, and I don't know if this is even good, but it's like, if you were to hire a plumber for interior design of your house, yeah, like you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Just because they like know the ins and outs of the house, like you mm. wouldn't hire them to, to do more of the aesthetic stuff or, and it's not, that's just not their specialty. Yeah. It's not their specialty. And like, it's yeah. not, of course, like health and internal health, it's all related hormones. Everything's related. Right. But that's just kind of the analogy that came to my mind. Like you wouldn't 
hire a plumber or electrician to like do your interior design. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I thought about this because it's like, yes, like the doctors, and we talked about this a bunch, they're trained in specific areas. Um, and this is even something we talked about with when we were talking about HRT, hormone replacement therapy. A lot of women actually seek out, like they think that, oh, I'm just going to go to my OBGYN when I need to start talking about perimenopausal, you know, things like HRT. And that's not the case. Like OBGYNs are not unless they've gotten special training in hormone replacement therapy, menopause, aging, that type of thing, mm-hmm. most all of them don't do not go to school for that. They go to school yeah. for, you know, pregnancy, planning, you know, general, you know, surgery, things like that. Like they are not specialized in that. So that's like another whole other topic too. But it's kind of just thinking like you have to go to the right person for the job, what they specialize mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you are seeking out help in this area, especially related to like protein, right? If we're talking about protein and your needs and things like that, don't go asking your doctor, seek out someone who, you know, does this for a living. So, so yeah, that's kind of that. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good answer. And I think the thing is a lot of people are hopeful that they can kind of have a one-stop shop and that is increasingly rare and unfortunately unrealistic these days. Like we'd love to think that our primary care doctor, physician, whatever, um, knows everything like is the plumber and the interior designer. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's just, it's just not the case. Um, and I do think that, um, this isn't a secret top secret answer. I think that like, you just kind of need to like get on the internet and do some research and, or, ask people in your community. I tend to think that most of the people who are seeking out nutrition help and are listening to this podcast are people who are like more than average interested in improving their health, learning about health, learning about nutrition, optimization, all of those things. Generally, you're going to have some kind of community, even if it's just online, the people you follow on social media, whatever, a bit of a community. And I know like when I was experiencing, for example, like histamine issues for the first time in my life at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, going on Instagram, looking through my like network of people. I'm like, who, who's an expert in histamine stuff? Who's an expert in these things reaching out? And it's not always about like, Hey, can you help me fix my problem? It's sort of like, I'm experiencing these issues. Maybe I go on their website. Maybe I, whatever, see if they have a free download or if I have a relationship with them, I ask them a question about where I would go to maybe get some help or work with somebody. It's like not about, you know, demanding the person online help you because that's a whole other topic we could go down with people expecting a lot of free services on social media these days. But, you know, for example, um, my friend, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, she is a, a, a functional medicine, um, specialist and she focuses on nutrition as well as training and stuff like that. But she's a doctor who happens to really specialize in, um, longevity and, um, optimization through nutrition and through exercise. She's pretty rare, but there are people like her out there and she could be somebody that would be really beneficial to you. Maybe not. Um, but that's when you need to do your research. You need to reach out to like her team, for example. And a lot of these people, a lot of these like kind of online client facing, um, doctors or clinics will do like maybe intake calls or free consultations or things where you can get a feel. Is this somebody who's going to understand what I want, who I can get along with? Um, But it does require more and more of like our own kind of legwork and research and like asking around and seeing through word of mouth and seeing what kind of stuff Mm -hmm. is out there. We can't just assume anymore 
I'm going to go to whoever the doctor is that's closest to me that was given to me and assume that they know everything that's going to help me live the best life as opposed to just like keeping me alive, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. And I can guarantee that like Dr. Gabrielle doesn't have, like, she's not the one who's going to be checking in on you every week or coming up with your nutrition plan. Like she's going to refer you out to a health coach or a nutritionist or fitness coach. Right. So like, I think that a lot of people are kind of looking, like you said, looking for a one-stop shop when reality, it's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, Yep. So it's a very good point. I hope that's not a bummer to too many people, but it is like realistic. And I think the sooner that we acknowledge it and and figure it out and know what our priority is, like, like, for example, right now, my priority is fixing my stupid bum shoulder. So I'm going to go see a physiotherapist. If your priority is figuring out your optimal, you know, diet because you're having digestive issues or you're having whatever, you know, then you need to seek out an expert in that area. If it's hormonal, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Right. So, and you want, at the end of the day, you want a specialist. You probably don't want somebody who's like, I kind of know a little bit about everything. You want somebody who like really knows how to mm-hmm. fix the problem that you have. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so, we are health coaches yeah. and we have our own practices. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in, in more health, nutrition, fitness specific for you, hit Good plug. Up. Good plug. You can, you can <laughs> contact either or both of us. Um, oh, this also, is a- I don't know if you saw, sorry, yeah. interrupting you. Someone just, no, uh, we just had a sign up for the MSW program yesterday. Saw so I want to shout out to all people who are taking advantage of the MSW program and the yes. grow your glutes workshop. Yes. And we talked about this last week. Do you want to share our new, uh, promotion for yeah good call i completely forgot about that yeah basically i mean we've talked about this in social media but this is a new kind of forever long standing thing is we're offering um first responders military discounts which again it's sort of like when we came up with this idea we were like why haven't we been doing this i mean it's a yeah. no brainer obviously but you know listen we're a, we're a small team over here at muscle <laughs> science for women so um, only so much brain power <laughs> yes but i mean it certainly again goes without saying that first responders people who are working in these fields military um you know emergency services of course deserve um recognition for the incredible work that they're doing and they deserve discounts on everything because they do insane work that not everyone can do. And it's really, really important. Um, so, and I, you know, again, I say it all the time, but I come from a military family and I, you know, think he should get every single discount in the world because (laughs) I think he earned it. So with all that to say, if you are, um, in emergency services, any level, whatever, we're not going to be stingy about it. Um, military, you could be a veteran, you could be actively serving and you want to, uh, take one of our programs. All you have to do is kind of either DM or email us, um, directly and let us know, give us maybe like a thumbs up picture in your uniform or something. And, uh, we will give you a discount. Uh, mm-hmm. and we, we would be just honored to have you in our programs because you're awesome. Yeah. And we just wanted to thank you. So that's it. We'll and put that in the show notes too. Are we going to extend this? And I think I already did. So sorry <laughs> if you're against it, but to nurses, I had a nurse reach out. So if you're a nurse, doctor, you know, someone, yes. anybody in the medical field who is yes. on the front line, I guess. Absolutely. Say, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think we're going to be stingy with this. So if you want to, if you want to, um, plead your case with us, we're yeah. probably going to say yes. So just, uh, yeah. but just even yeah, if you're a veter- veterinarian, you know, I love, I love me some dogs. There you pets. go. So thank you for your, you're service. included. Yeah. I've made yeah. that decision. 
There you go. Executive decision. Thank you for your service. So um, that's, yeah. So we'll, we'll put that somewhere so that people know and um, don't, yeah, don't be shy. If you're interested in taking the course, any course, grow your glutes, muscle science for women, reach out and we'll, we'll get you your discount. So awesome. Thank you for bringing that up. No problem. I got a message on Instagram about somebody. Actually, I've gotten a couple of these. Somebody who is trying to buy a Ninja Creamy and they're sold out and wondering if we have anything oh, yeah. to do with that. <laughs> like, probably. like, I mean, we probably helped, but I think that there is actually like a massive social media, uh, just like in I don't yeah. know, whatever community. That's the word I was looking for that. Everybody is just like crushing Ninja Creamies and making ice creams. I mean, there's up. something it to it. It blew up for a reason because you can make amazing ice cream out of like two ingredients and that's wild. So, but I think it's funny because people, I literally have had people reach out and be like, where do I get one? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, first of all, they don't sponsor us. So I'm not going out of my way to help them. I'm just, we're just talking about them because it's, it makes great ice cream. Um, but I think they are like increasingly hard to come by because they're so popular. It's nuts. I'm sure they'll be back in stock soon. Um, but look every, like I bought mine on, did I buy mine on no, I think I bought mine on Amazon. Um, and I feel like Amazon is probably like the first to like have them back because they have so many different ways to get them from whatever, however that works. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they'll be back soon, but it sucks because it's like summertime. I mean, it probably everybody bought them for summer and so they're gone. Now's the time to get on the ice cream train. Maybe I should sell mine. For like yeah, you could sell it for like jacked up prices, price, right? Well, especially if if someone's a fan and they're like, "This is Rachel Gregory's Ninja Creamy." Oh my god! Oh, you're right. My. You could autograph let's start, it. Let's everything. start a bidding war. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, oh my gosh! Okay, here's another just quick question. Have you ever tried nutritional yeast? It's actually very high in protein and quite good. Do you know about this? Yeah. I've tried it before. I used to put it on, it's been a while. Um, I went through a period where I was trying it out. Um, and when I like, you know, gone through experiments of like doing dairy free and things like that, it has like a kind of like a cheesy flavor. It's definitely not cheese. Like it's not the same. Um, but it has kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, like a nutty cheesy flavor. Um, and you can sprinkle it on salads or, you know, whatever you want vegetables even like i know i used to like put it on broccoli and would just give it like a little bit of an extra um flavor so yeah make it taste less like broccoli (laughs) yeah um and it is i wouldn't say it's high in protein like it it has protein but like you would have to eat like a ton of it for it to be quote-unquote high in protein and it's not something that you would probably eat a ton of it's again it's like a sprinkle on Mm -hmm. you know stuff so yeah yeah. So Wikipedia says, just for those who know, <laughs> nutritional yeast is a deactivated yeast. Doesn't sound super appetizing. Um, sold commercially as a food product. I think it's like a byproduct of some other, um, you know, process. It's like yellow flakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's popular with vegans and vegetarians as an ingredient in recipes or condiments. It says here per 15 grams, and I don't work in grams, you do, so you can tell me. Like, is 15 grams what, like a big tablespoon or something, maybe? Or um, I think that would probably be a little bit more. I haven't used it in a while, but because it's okay. so airy, like it's it has yeah. it's very light that I feel yeah. like 15 grams is actually probably quite a bit. A little bit, yeah. Not like, like a, cup. Maybe a couple tablespoons, a couple tablespoons, probably. I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but seems like anyway, it. it's saying that it's um, per 15 grams, it's eight grams of protein, 
five grams of carbs, like zero mm-hmm. fat. So I can see how people would think like, if you're, if you're sprinkling this liberally on your vegetables, like that's adding mm-hmm. protein. It's not, it's not huge, but it's not nothing. Um, and it does have a lot of like trace vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Um, again, not well, you know, high in like things like niacin, vitamin B6, vitamin B12. And similar to you, I have tried this too. And I will say, and this is probably a common story for a lot of people. I, I dove into the nutritional yeast world when I was bodybuilding and just trying to add flavor to like food that was flavorless. So I think that's probably like another common kind of thing where it's like people who aren't eating like delicious, yummy food or trying to make their food better by adding stuff like this. No, again, no judgment. Like that's what I was doing. Um, and it is, it is kind of tasty. Like you said, it does have a sort of like savory kind of cheesy flavor. Like I was putting it on rice and stuff and it's Mm kind of good. Um, but again, it's like, I haven't touched this in a while because the food that I eat is, um, flavorful. And if I also want a cheesy flavor, I will put cheese on it. So, you know, great. (laughs) Again, no judgment at all. If you want to try it, it's, it, you totally could put it on things to give it a kind of savory boost. And it's not, it's not a unhealthy thing. It's like similar to the way people kind of talk about like maple syrup or honey, adding it to something you're already going to eat because it has some trace minerals and it has some things Mm -hmm. that are healthy. Like it's not necessarily like superfood health ingredient, but it's, it's all right. And if you're going to add it to something you're already going to eat and it makes it taste a bit better. Cool. That's yeah. That's cool. And I know I've used it like our experiments in the past with making like sauces, like, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, dairy free, uh, gluten-free, like cheese sauce with cauliflower and adding like nutritional yeast and spices and like, you can do that. And I'm sure there's recipes out there where it's great. I, I don't remember it being anything amazing, but I'm sure yeah. like if that floats your boat, you know, yeah, go for it. And I will say like, I'm a much bigger fan of people putting nutritional yeast on their food than cheese with two Z- Z's that's actually oh nutritional yeast, but they're pretending it's cheese or whatever. Like, like just vegan put the, cheese. Just, yeah, just put, just put the, the yeah. yeast on your food. Okay. And enjoy it. Anyway. Um, yeah, it has okay. less additives than the vegan. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other, um, I have a question how to reduce bloating. <laughs> I mean, is that the whole question? Was there anything yes. else? That's the whole question. I mean, that could be, I guess an entire, so, yeah. An entire, I'm just going to give one, one note. Yeah. Um, here there's so many things that people are ignoring when it comes to this, that are like foundational things that you just, and even myself, I ignore them because I'm like, ah, yeah, like that's whatever. Chew your food, Mm. sit down and eat your food. Stop scrolling your phone while you're eating your food. Stop chugging a bunch of liquid and stuff during your food, like during when you're eating your food. Don't be in a stressed out state eating. Don't be standing, walking, driving your car. Like all the basic things can go so far. For this yes and then of course if you are chronic bloating like you know uncomfortable 24 7 you've done all the basic things then yeah maybe you have to seek out further help um but there's so many basics that like people just skip over and it's like yeah they're not the sexy things but they're they actually work for a lot of people so that's such a good answer. And I think we should like pull out one specifically because 
the idea of like not drinking too much liquid with your food. Like, I think a lot of people actually don't really know that one as it, like everyone knows you should probably be like actually paying attention to your food and chewing properly and not rushing. But I think because again, hydration is so important, being hydrated is so important. I think people, a lot of people probably think it's a pretty common healthy practice, like sit down with your big glass of water and your meal and like whatever. And it's not like you can't drink while you eat, but the, yeah. I guess the concept is if you're like chugging water, super hydrated, drinking a ton while you're eating, that's actually diluting a lot of the like digestive acids and processes that are going on in your guts that can actually make your digestion, um, not be as good. So if you're yeah. going to be chugging liquid all day long, maybe actually avoid doing it right while you're eating and do it kind of before and after and like have more sips and like, don't drink quite as much while you're eating. I think that's a really good point to bring up. And then it's also the idea that it goes back to kind of like personalized nutrition and doing the work of figuring out the foods that are perfect for you. And if anybody tells you, if you have bloating, you should just stop eating vegetables. Or if you have bloating, you eat too much meat or whatever. That's not correct because it depends. It depends on yeah. you. It depends on any underlying issues. It depends on, as you said, stresses and other things that are going on, any kind of like bacteria or, um, parasites or things that you might be dealing with, which is actually like very common. Um, but you need to figure out what the problem is, what foods work for you and what foods don't. And so if you think it is something that's reactive, like every time I eat gluten or every time I eat a ton of cruciferous vegetables or whatever, I mean, if it's a pretty common, like a plus B equals this, um, you need to cut these things out. You need to cut them out totally. You need to cut them out for a while because not only does it take a while for your, your guts to kind of like stop being reactive to what you were eating, they then need to heal. Like you might have some kind of leaky gut issue. You might have some stuff that needs to like really take some time to heal. And that again, goes back to the trying to find a specialist. Maybe you need to find a, a gut health specialist or a naturopath or some, somebody that can like really help you get to the root of it because digestive issues are incredibly complex and layered and can come from so many different directions and have so many different issues. It's not always as simple as eating gluten messed me up. I stopped eating gluten. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that fixes it. Sometimes it doesn't. And it can be really disheartening and discouraging when you feel like you're doing the right thing and you're still not getting, um, the relief that you want. So if you, and again, like, you know, I've done a fair bit of work to figure out what foods work for me and I have gut health supplements and I pay attention to this stuff and I never get bloating, knock on wood. But even when I eat crap that like I know isn't good for me, I might have some reactions where I'm like, yeah, I, I just ate some stuff that I don't, you know, didn't make me feel as good as other stuff. But like, I don't get bloating. And I think that it's probably, I think we've normalized it too much is what I'm saying. Mm. Like I see these things on like social media where it's like, girls who are like, this is what I look like first thing in the morning. This is what I look like an hour later. And it's like, yeah. they look like they're five months pregnant. It's like, that's not, that's not a normal thing. That shouldn't be yeah. happening. Um, yeah. Not to say that it's so dangerous or bad, or you should be ashamed or you're doing something wrong. But if you are, if, like you said, if you are experiencing chronic bloating, if you're experiencing like pretty severe bloating after eating normal things or healthy things, um, that's a sign you need to, to figure it out because a healthy, well-functioning um, digestive system should not be doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I'll add something too. I think it, it will also change over time too, as you start to figure out what's happening too. So like, for example, I love a big ass salad, right? But there was a, some people just in general, they, they just really struggle with digesting, you know, raw veggies and just veggies in general, right? We talk about this all the time. 
Um, and so maybe they'll never do well with the big salad, right? Ever. Yeah. But you'll also, you'll never know if you don't experiment. And so like there's, there was a period of time, even a few months ago where I had to cut out salads because every time I ate like a big salad, just raw veggies, I was not reacting well to them. But that wasn't like, oh no, I can't ever eat a salad again for my entire life. I figured out what was going on and the root cause was not the salad. It was other stuff, right? And so now I can have a big ass salad again and feel completely fine and actually not be bloated at all. And so it's like, and it wasn't just bloat, like there was other stuff going on. So it's it's like, you can't just like completely cut out something and be like, okay, I can never have that again. And that's going to solve all my problems. That's not how it works. Unless you are truly like gluten intolerant or dairy intolerant. And like, you don't actually produce the enzymes necessary to digest these things. Like your body just doesn't do that. That's like a whole other thing. Right. So I think it's just like, coming back to like what the root cause is like your root, the root cause of your bloating is not vegetables. There's something else going on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all I'll say there. <laughs> yep. I agree. Um, I have two more questions, but I think they need a little bit of, um, off air research. So I'm going to save them for our next call. Do you okay. have anything else you want to Nope, I don't have any more. Okay, great. I think that was was 45 minutes. I think that was pretty I think decent. that was plenty of information. Yeah. I think we kept the literallys and likes to a bare minimum, I guys. don't even know, but oh, whatever. <laughs> You're like, I blacked out this entire time. I have I'm no idea out. what I said. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. It's, what are you, you, know, what are you doing for like yourself? to remember things. What am I what? doing for myself? <laughs> what are you doing for yourself to feel better through your, your sickness okay, so right now? Last week, I was I had like the worst headaches like splitting headaches. And that should have been a sign that I was like, okay. Yeah. But I, yeah, you know, I just ignored it. Um, but I knew it was an issue when I actually started taking medicine because I never take medicine for anything. Like I never take Advil or anything like that. Cause I'm, unless it's like severe and I'm like, because I know it's just kind of like a bandaid and I'm like, all right, like I, whatever. And then I, I, like, I went through a period of time. I was like, okay, I need like, I need Mm -hmm. something. So when Mm -hmm. that happens, I'm like, okay, this is like legit. Um, but yeah, I haven't, um, so I actually, if I didn't do this, I wouldn't have lifted a weight for like probably almost two weeks, but on Mm. Saturday I was feeling a lot better and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm, it's on the outs. And so I did like a little mini upper body workout at my home gym. Um, and it was, it was a struggle. I didn't go crazy, but like, I did get a little bit of a, a muscle pump. So that made me feel better, like back to normal. But other than that, I haven't like really lifted or worked out, which of course is just like, sucks. like, I know I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm losing all my muscles. Like they're just gone forever, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, but it's just annoying. Cause it's part of my daily yes. like routine. And so it's like, I just feel off and even just going out for a walk. Like I went for a walk before this and my body was like, stop. Tired, like, what are you yeah. doing after like 10 yeah. minutes? And I'm like yeah. huffing and puffing. So yeah. yeah. It's that's a very, I need a rest. That's That's a very frustrating kind of sickness to deal with. So yeah, Yeah. but I've been sleeping like nine, 10 hours and like not setting an alarm, just like get, you know, as much rest as possible. So I think it's on the outs. Hopefully we'll see. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. And (laughs) uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions. You can continue to do so anytime you can just email us at musclescienceforwomen at gmail.com. It's the number four. Um, We answer all of those. Actually, there were a couple more. There's a couple in there that we'll have to get to next time. Anyway, um, yes. So you can always do that. You can reach out to us on Instagram. You know where we are. 
and, uh, you know, share the podcast with someone you think might benefit. We've been, I I'm pretty happy about, I feel like we're seeing some pretty like steady growth. I've been looking at our analytics and it's, it's very hard podcast. Everybody's got a podcast, right? Podcasts are like, they're just, it's oversaturated. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And I am proud that we're still chugging along and we still, we have a very loyal and growing audience and people who I think are, you know, just joining and engaging with it and learning. And it makes me happy. So let's try to like, keep it up. Just share it with people you think could, could benefit and would like to listen to us on their walks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, till next right. time. Don't do stupid shit. Don't be insane. <laughs>